How do you measure the success of your employer brand efforts? Maybe you just notice more smiles on people's faces, so you feel like your work is justified. Or maybe you are on best places to work lists and feel awarded for your hard work. Well, we prefer the hard numbers. The Employer Brand Index helps you calculate the return on investment of your employer brand and in turn validates the work you are doing to your organization. Having a great employer brand means you have to offer a great candidate experience, employee experience, and even alumni experience. When you use insights from our Employer Brand Index, you can take action and move the needle. Want to know more? Just get in touch. Go to employerbrandindex.co. Hey, Sans Vaisan! Hello, hello there, valued podcast listener. It's Jorgen Sandberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast by Link Humans, London's employer branding agency. Now, do you value values? How about values such as open company, no bullshit, build with heart and balance, don't beep the customer. Today, we're chatting with a tech company that definitely leads with their values. So let's start the show. Hey, Devin, how's it going? Hey, Jorgen. Very well. How are you? Very good, thanks. So could you please let our listeners know who you are, what you do, and why on earth are you on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm Devin Orgazinski. I lead our talent brand marketing function at Atlassian. Um, I manage a small team over at Atlassian here that's embedded within our talent acquisition function. And we're really responsible for growing Atlassian's reputation as an employer. Um, and so, Jorgen, I'm guessing that's why you invited me on the show. <laughs> Good guess. Absolutely. So, tell us about uh, Atlassian. Uh, what's it all about? Where are you based? Are there any um, software? tools that uh, maybe some of our listeners might be using? Yeah, absolutely. So Atlassian has just about 3,000 staff members globally. Um, our co-founders founded the company in Australia in 2002. So today, Sydney is still our, our global headquarters, but we have a number of US offices as well as uh, an office in Amsterdam and most recently one opened in Bangalore. Um, so we've got about 125,000 customers who are using our software products that include names like Jira Software, Confluence, Bitbucket, um, Status Page, and Trello. And the name there that's probably most familiar with people is Jira, our flagship product that's used for project and issue tracking. Okay, I knew Trello as well. It's a handy tool. Great. Yeah, Trello is a more recent uh, part of the Atlassian suite. Um, we acquired Trello a couple of years back, and uh, they've been integrating into the Atlassian family ever since. Nice. All right. Okay. And how would you describe the corporate culture and at Atlassian? And uh, if you remember this, why why did you join? And uh, what keeps you there? Yeah, tough tough question. And thanks for sending this one in advance. Uh, it's one that I had to think about quite a bit. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, our corporate culture is really tough to define in just a few words because it's actually got some different flavors depending on which team or location that we're talking about. So that said, there's a couple of things that help to drive consistency in our culture. So I figured I'd, I'd talk to those first. Um, so the first thing that helps to drive consistency in our culture is our values. And then secondly, teamwork and collaboration. 
I've been lucky enough to travel across a few of our different offices. And uh, my favorite part of our culture is that really each team creates their own unique local feel. And that helps keep everybody connected within that specific location. But at the same time, all of us are bound together globally by a shared set of values. And, you know, honestly, time and time again, we hear new joiners tell us that it was our values that attracted them to want to work at Atlassian. So while our culture is always evolving um, as Atlassian continues to grow, it's our cultures that, sorry, it's not our culture, but our values that make sure our evolution has some guardrails that we're aligned to. Um, So going back to the second part of your question, I joined Atlassian almost four years ago now. And it was really our values and the fact that people here really believed in them. That was the thing that most attracted me. Um, I'd really never seen quite as much genuine appreciation for values at another company. Plus, there was a great opportunity to build this centralized talent brand function. Um, So that coupled with, you know, the, the having a lot of autonomy to take risks and learn, as well as seeing our leadership team time and time again, stay true to our values. Those are really the reasons I've stayed after almost four years. Right. Okay. So you mentioned these values uh, more than 10 times now. So I'm dying to know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Great question. Um, we're, we're definitely big believers in our values here at Atlassian. Um, not surprising that I've mentioned it that often. It's something I talk about quite a bit. Um, you know, if anybody wanted to learn more about our values and how they come to life, you can visit atlassian.com slash values and you'd be able to get the full write up. But essentially, we have five values um, that all work as a system to help us make decisions that um, will will help progress Atlassian forward. And those values uh, start open company, no BS, uh, play as a team, be the change you seek, build with heart and balance, and don't F the customer. Um, So quite in-your-face values as far as uh, corporate values might go, um, but... Like I said, it's uh, it's a system that we really believe in here at Atlassian. Okay, well, so this is interesting. So you've got really strong values. Now, how does that work together with uh, an EVP or a people promise? Yeah, great question. And I think that the answer is they're a big part of that people promise, right? Um, when we think about our people promise at Atlassian, there's really multiple pillars that hold it together. And one of those pillars is our values and having a values-driven culture that uh, comes from our belief in those things. Um, And so the short answer there is that uh, it remains a pillar of our people promise. But then, of course, there's other things built around that as well. So what what is the people promise? Do you have a, a tagline and what are the other pillars? Yeah, we've ha- we have a few things that we say. I wouldn't say we have a tagline necessarily. Um, maybe a good chance to sort of stop for a second and talk about how we think about our people promise at Alassian because yeah. we have a slightly different approach to this. And I like to say that more than an EVP or a people promise, what we have really is a talent brand narrative. And the reason that I say that is because a talent brand narrative really allows us to... I think, create a broader statement around, you know, how we think about the people that we're looking for, what we have to offer those people and why we're offering it. So if, you know, if I think to a specific tagline or a thought that we're trying to convey through this brand narrative, it's really the idea that we want to be the best place for team players to work. And to do that, we need to find people who value collaboration and teamwork. 
And it just so turns out that our values are really aligned to, you know, finding folks that would value um, that idea of collaboration, who will work together with others really well. And then what we're promising is that, you know, we've got an organization of like-minded people. We've got that values-driven culture that's providing autonomy and trust. And we've got a shared mission that we're all working toward. So if I kind of distill it down to the four pillars of our promise, it's really people, values, mission. And then the fourth is all of the tangible benefits, um, which I won't go into entirely here. But of course, you know, that's an important part to uh, bring into our people promise because there's some central ideas there like equity for all um, and volunteerism that uh, are just as important as the other three pillars. Wow. Okay. Right. And so you mentioned uh, you want to reach out to people who are team players and so on. What's, uh, what are the talent challenges and uh, how does the employer brand strategy work to, to, uh, yeah, to really reach these people? Sure. Um, I'll start with the first half of that question. You might have to remind me on, on the second yeah, half yeah. after I uh, talk through some of these challenges. So starting there, you know, I think, as far as challenges go for Atlassian, we operate in really competitive markets with a lot of really great companies. So we're constantly trying to find new ways to stand out to the right candidates. And Atlassian's a B2B company whose products, Jira and Bitbucket, for example, are really driving more name recognition than our company name. So yeah. we need to find ways to elevate Atlassian as a brand name. And that's something that B2C companies don't necessarily have to contend with as much. Um, you know, because we don't have the benefit of the type of brand awareness that comes from promoting products direct to the, to the general public, we often find that we've got to put a lot of effort in having the Atlassian name land first in order to get that into people's consideration sets of potential places to work. Got it. And uh, the second part of the question was the, the strategy. You kind of touched on it already. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think I did go into that quite a bit because our overall employer brand strategy is related quite a bit to what our people promises, but then how we get that out into the market. Yeah. So how, do I you, mentioned, yeah how do you communicate? How do you activate? How do you reach these people? Yeah, sure. Um, like I said, there's multiple pillars of our, our strategy, um, or I should say there's multiple pillars of our people promise. And then we bring that together with a distribution strategy to help get that into the market um, and get it in front of the right candidates. And this might be a, a bit of an oversimplification, but we really see our team as playing the role of providing candidates with a transparent view into Atlassian so that they have the information needed to make the best decision for their careers. So like I said before, we believe our values and our mission um, are really key ways of helping to find the right people for Atlassian. But what we need to do is educate people about those things and uh, get some of those uh, key pieces of information into market and in front of the right candidates. So give us an example. What, what does that look like uh, out in the wild? Is it a piece of content that sits somewhere? Yeah, for sure. We spend a lot of our time finding the right stories to tell and creating content around them. Um, so we try to communicate with candidates through a number of different channels and mediums. So we have a lot of fantastic people that work at Atlassian. And oftentimes what we're trying to do is just get them a stage or a platform to share their uh, opinions, whether that's through a blog or a video interview or live in person. 
And I think where you know some companies maybe miss the mark on the communications front is that there's almost too much time spent on the creation of content and not enough on the distribution of it. So when we're producing a video or working with a leader to create a blog, we're also planning a campaign around that. So we're thinking, what channels is it going to be released to? What does our target audience look like? And while social media has created a lot of great channels for organic engagement, these days, really getting that message out there, you know, that's going to require a bit of media spend in order to get the piece of content to the audience you want to see it. So we are spending a bit more time these days figuring out the right media mix after we're producing a piece of content. And so whether that's through, you know, LinkedIn um, or a different network, trying to figure out what is the appropriate target audience and then what does the spend need to look like in order to really engage with that group of people. So what's the best bang for the Atlassian buck at the moment? The best thing for the Atlassian buck as far as running campaigns? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the audience that we're talking about, right? Um, We find that technical and non-technical hires have um, really different behaviors online. Um, But the one source that sort of stands out to me is LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn have been really great partners in helping us to grow our talent brand. So, um, you know, whether we're targeting software developers or designers or people in more GNA roles, um, that always tends to be a channel that's part of our mix. So I think as far as bang for buck goes, I I would probably give LinkedIn the title right now. Okay, that's interesting because it, Typically, most uh, people I see speak to, they will say it is a good platform and it is a bit expensive for what they do. Um, yeah, it's certainly not inexpensive, um, but I think that the targeting there goes a long way in making sure that the candidate quality in terms of the people that are engaging with our content is much higher than some of the different channels out there. And I think you know some early learnings on our side were just that... Um, you know, we were doing a good job driving volume, but we suffered with quality when we were using some other channels. Um, you know, just to give you an example there, we used to be much bigger spenders with Google AdWords and mm-hmm. uh, ultimately ended up finding that, you know, while we were driving traffic to our career site, it wasn't necessarily raising the amount of quality applicants we were getting. Um, so being able to know exactly who we're communicating with is uh, one of the, the bonuses we see through LinkedIn that we maybe didn't see with um, some more broad channels that were available. Gotcha. And have you got any specific initiatives or campaigns that uh, you're proud of and you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, there's this was a, a tough one for me because there's a number of things that um, come to mind. Um, but I figured I would talk about something that is a bit more recent. Um, and because I've mentioned the word values probably already 20 times, I figured I'd, I'd stick with that <laughs> theme and see if we could set a record. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk through was um, an external piece, external facing piece of content that we created um, with a partner of ours, uh, an organization called Weirdly that's based in New Zealand. And uh, what we did is worked with Weirdly to create a quiz that allows candidates to learn more about the Atlassian values. You basically go through 15 or I believe it's 16 questions now 
and um, answer based on a sliding scale. These questions are fully customized by um, our team here at Atlassian working with Weirdly. And at the end of going through this exercise, um, we'll really tell you which two of the five Atlassian values you're most closely aligned with. Um, and the thing that's really great about that is, you know, we're not using this as a, as a tool to say, yes, your values fit Atlassian or no, you're not. What we're trying to do is say, hey, these are, based on your answers, these are the tendencies that uh, it seems like you have and these are the values you most closely align with. So rather than a screening process, it's an educational tool and it's something that um, we've been able to turn into several campaigns that um, could run as more evergreen content. And every time we've run those campaigns, we see a lot of really great engagement. Um, we've heard great feedback from people internally. And um, I'm just really proud of the final product that we delivered and uh, the fact that it's a really unique way for us to get our values out there um, mm. in a non-traditional medium. So you know, going beyond video or written form, it's really an, an interactive tool that uh, everybody can engage with. Great. Okay. And uh, where can uh, where could we find that right now? Is it on the, the career website? Yeah, absolutely. If you were to visit atlassian.com slash careers, it's front and center on our website there. So I definitely encourage uh, everybody to take a look, um, take the quiz and um, you know reach out to me on LinkedIn with your answers if uh, you're curious to chat more about that. Yeah, yeah. Your resume's ready. Um, okay, so... Um, um, return on investment. How do you measure the return on uh, on your, all your these efforts and uh, your campaigns? Yeah, this is a hot topic for employer brand folks, only because yeah. um, I think that the field itself is so new that there isn't necessarily a consistent way to measure ROI, you know, across uh, the industry right now. But to give a little insight into how we think about it. You know, we're really looking at measuring ROI of particular projects or channels more than we're looking at macro level ROI right now. So, you know, being in a competitive talent market, we know that it's a must to invest in building our reputation as an employer. But that said, we don't have endless resources. So oftentimes what we're doing is running tests on different channels and seeing what the engagement looks like. If that engagement is strong, then we'll go bigger or try to make variations to the campaigns we're running in specific places. Um, and if we see limited role, uh, if we see limited results in terms of engagement or leads generated, we'll take that as a learning um, and likely pull back or change up the experiment quite a bit. And so the idea for us is um, not being in afraid to try new things, but at the same time, um, learning from campaigns or projects that we're running, and then leaning into those that are showing success and pulling back from those that uh, are, you know, a bit more limited in the results that they're driving for us. Cool, cool. All right. And uh, what would be your top tips to employer brand managers out there listening to this right now? This is a, this is a tough one because... Um, you know, I think that as, as a company, we are very much still figuring this out. So I'm happy to offer up my three tips, but I would say by no means are we claiming that we have everything figured out here. Um, so just take that as a, as a grain of salt. Um, but as far as three tips for employer brand managers at other companies, 
you know, I would say firstly, know what makes you different, right? I, there's a reason that I mentioned our values 10 times in that first question. Um, we really believe that that is a differentiator, not in the sense that we have strong corporate values, because there's a lot of companies that, uh, that have that box checked. Um, but it's something that we really believe in. And if you talk to folks within the organization at Atlassian, it becomes very clear that uh, this is this is a central belief of our company. Um, so firstly, like I said, know what makes you different. The second thing I'd say is invest in content that goes into detail more so than high-level traditional ads. Um, so I gave the example of uh, Google AdWords and not, necess- not necessarily seeing a lot of quality candidates coming through that source, but seeing a lot of volume. Um, LinkedIn for us tends to be you know, more expensive per impression or per click, um, but we've found that the candidate quality there is a bit stronger. And you know, using sponsored updates through that channel, um, we can really go into a bit more detail about why candidates should consider Atlassian. Um, so it just gives us a bit more uh, of a runway to, to tell our story there. And then thirdly, I think this is an important one that um, sometimes talent brand managers miss out on is to collaborate with recruiters and empower each other. So, um, you know, most of us work on relatively small employer brand teams, um, but we have a a broader recruiting org around us. I would say the more you can empower your recruiters to be marketers and and bring ideas to you, um, the better your your overall employer brand is going to be and the, the stronger um, connection you're going to have back to supporting the recruiting goals of your organization. Great. Okay. All right. So uh, if we look beyond Atlassian, what employer brands are there inspire you and why? There's a couple out there. Um, well, there's more than a couple out there. I would say what we do is try to keep an eye on all of our talent peers and, uh, see what things we think they're doing well. And, um, draw from those things. So there's a, there's a few that always tend to bubble to the top for us. Um, we tend to look at Dropbox quite a bit. We think that they have a really great quality to their content, um, you know, whether that's photography or video, um, and a really unique uh, voice and, and tone in the way that they're conveying their employer brand. So they're one that we're always looking at. Um, on a similar note, Adobe I think also has a really great content strategy and you know, they're a company that is a bit bigger in size than Atlassian. So we're always looking at the things that uh, they're doing just as we keep uh, preparing for scale and, and moving into new markets and trying to figure out how we become, you know, an organization that maybe someday is Adobe size, um, you know, what, what that looks like and how we're going to have to shift our content strategy. Yeah. Great. And uh, I think, was it Dropbox that did uh, this employer uh, brand video with uh, the Muppets some, a few years ago? Yeah, that was Dropbox. And I don't know that it was Muppets. I think that would be uh, trademarked. I think it was uh, some, some specific puppets um, that they had. Which, they um, yeah, you're right. I've definitely seen a time or two. It certainly looked similar to the Muppets, but uh, yeah. not, not quite uh, copyright infringement territory. But that was kind of brown groundbreaking because it was three or four years ago so well done on them okay right so um final question where can our listeners learn more about the work that you do and uh, can they connect with yourself anywhere on uh, on the interwebs 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as learning more about our talent brand and how that comes to life, I would just encourage everybody to visit atlassian.com slash careers. Um, but like I said, I'm also really happy to connect directly on LinkedIn with other folks in the space. So, you know, I would definitely encourage everybody who has questions um, or just would like to have a coffee sometime to feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Right. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks, Jorgen. It was great to be on. Um, this was a lot of fun and hopefully there's some helpful tidbits in there. Okay, there you have it, folks. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast at employerbrandingpodcast.com on iTunes, on uh, the podcast app, iOS, everywhere, SoundCloud. And of course, if you value this uh, podcast, feel free to write an honest review for us. Finally, here at Link Humans, uh, we help companies understand, define, measure, and articulate employer brands. So that means a lot of research, a lot of EVP development, creative, activation, and of course, our employer brand index. If you value any of those services, feel free to get in touch with me direct or head on over to linkhumans.com to learn more. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to catching up next time. Hey! This is the first time I've done a podcast. Um, Long-time listener of podcast, first-time podcast attendee. So thanks for that, Jorgen. The funny story is that I'm coming off of LinkedIn's Talent Connect conference where I was literally screaming on roller coasters at Disneyland. So I would not recommend doing that the evening before your first podcast because it leads to a little bit of a hoarse voice. Um, but I think we made it through okay. And uh, I think that, uh, yeah, that's that's my funny story is uh, I'm sitting here with the Hall's cough drops uh, next to me, hoping that uh, my voice would hold through the entire half hour. And here we go. I think we made it.